this is Gerald Salenti. It's Tuesday, July 6, 2021. And we have some trends in the news today. No Trends Journal. We're taking this week off. Oof. We had a very, very uh, exciting 4th of July freedom, peace, and justice celebration. And there's Smokey, man. And what a band. Well, what cats. Don Miller band playing before them. Judge Napolitano here. Lynette Zhang. Yeah, look at these cats, man. Yeah, you know who that guy is. Talking about freedom, peace, and justice. There's Judge Napolitano. Yep, Lynette Zhang. And she was, boy, and, and what, what a group of people. Look at this beautiful set we have. This is in the Crown Garden on the corner of Crown and John Street behind a 1750s building, the Franz Rogan House. Yep. Freedom, peace, and justice. Wonderful people, wonderful time, wonderful vendors. And everybody was very generous. And please do what you can. This cost a lot of dough to put these on. They don't come free. And thank you, Neil Anderson. May your soul rest in peace for being so generous and helping us kick this off and all the other people who have donated. So go to OccupyPeace.com. OccupyPeace.com. What a beautiful day. Beautiful. Could not have been better. And I thank everybody for coming. They came from Miami. They came from Michigan. Came from all over. Wonderful, kind people. And everybody you know, respectful to each other. So, I'm not going to be doing a Labor Day festival because I was invited and very honored to be a guest speaker at Ron Paul's Peace and Prosperity meeting, conference in Washington, D.C. that weekend. So go to Liberty Report, Ron Paul, and you better get your tickets now because it's going to fill up and guess who else is going to be there? That's right, Judge Napolitano. And they didn't know that I had him at, speaking at our festival on July 4th. So we're doing everything we can to unite for freedom, peace, and justice. I want to talk a little bit about the markets. The stocks went down today. They were down over 300 points. They closed down about 200. But it's snapping its seven-day winning streak. So no really big news on that. But the big news is that bond yields fell uh, below 1.4%. And um, that's evidence that they're doubting the strength of this Biden bounce. And you well know we call the Biden bounce first. We said this was going to happen, all this cheap money being dumped into the markets. And so the U.S. economy is, is booming now, but it's a short boom. And a lot of it has to do with whether or not they're going to raise interest rates. So the um, uh, inflation is going to tell them the big story. And again, we wrote about this in detail every week in the Trends Journal, where it's going, what's next. So we're going to hear from the Fed's Open Market Committee minutes this Wednesday, and that's going to give more of a hint of whether they're going to wind down their quantitative easing program, keep buying up corporate junk bonds, and keep interest rates down below 
near their zero rate. So we had gold going today. It briefly popped over 1,800, showing a lot of strength. And again, they're waiting for the minutes to come out on Wednesday, whether or not the Fed is going to raise interest rates. So gold also went up because guess what? Yet it created more jobs in the United States, but as Friday's numbers showed, the unemployment rate went up. So they keep rates down, gold keeps going up. And oil, oil prices today jumped to a six-year high, and then they bounced back down to a two-year high. The, the uh, OPEC gang still hasn't come to an agreement on whether or not to produce more oil, because as you well know, they cut really big time back, um, and they're looking to return 400,000 barrels to back on the market each day. And so they came to no agreement. United Arab Emirates doesn't like the agreement, so it's still up in the air. But we're still looking at oil prices at two-year highs. And that goes back to inflation. And we see inflation going up. Turkey's inflation hits two-year high <laughs> with jump to 17.5%. And they're pressuring the federal, their, their central banksters not to raise interest rates. So you can see where this is going. Individual investors pour record cash into markets. This is today's Wall Street Journal. Individual investors kept pouring money into markets, even as many of their favorite meme stocks and cryptocurrencies have languished. And by the way, uh, Bitcoin's still hanging around the 33,000 mark. We have the breakout number on the bottom end of it in this week's Trends Journal and a number of Trends Journals before that. In June, individual investors brought nearly $28 billion of stocks and ETFs on a net basis, according to Vanda Research, VandaTrack. More than 10 million new brokerage accounts are estimated to have been opened for the first half of this year, according to JMP Securities. Individual investors pour record cash into markets. You know what that is? That is bullshit! They're not individual investors, they're gamblers. They're gamblers gambling into this thing that they call the equity markets. It's gambling right in front of everybody's eyes. But when the banksters do it, then it's okay. When you play cards, these tough guys, these, these tough politicians and the attorney generals and the district attorneys, they used to bust the gamblers up for throwing dice and playing cards. The low-life scum that have ruined all the lives, they're doing it again with this bullshit called the equities market. Individual investors. It's a gambler's game. Ready for this? <clears throat> Despite an uptick in leisure travel, a new report released by the American Hotel and Lodging Association today shows that the recovery for the hotel industry is long with 21 of the top 25 U.S. hotel markets remaining in depression or recession. 
All right? They send this to us, and I thank them for doing this. The recent, uh, they go on. <laughs> the recent uptick in leisure travel for summer is encouraging for the hotel industry, but business and group travel, the industry's largest sources of revenue, will take significantly longer to recover. No kidding. How long have we been writing about this? How long did we say this? And how have we been assessing the implications? Business travel is not coming back. Commercial real estate is going to go down as more people work from home. Less business travel because they could save money by doing it Zoom and not sending somebody across the ocean or across the country to meet. Companies cutting office space predict long-term savings. Top story in today's Wall Street Journal. We've only been saying this for over a year. Our forecasts for the commercial real estate market have been 100% on target while everyone was spewing out their, oh, it'll come back, going back to last September. Everyone was going to be coming back. It's not happening. San Francisco Bay State Firm recently announced that roughly 1,340 employees would be given a choice between working at home indefinitely or returning to the office. <clears throat> More than a year into the pandemic, not a year into the pandemic, the jerk that wrote this, not a year into the pandemic, a year into the low-life scum, the rotten pieces of shit, the scumbag politicians to use their executive orders to lock things down, destroy the economy, making their crap up, has decreased significantly during the first quarter the amount of U.S. office space that became vacant exceeded the amount of space that at least by 34.8 million square feet, according to CBRE Group. About 16.4% of office space across the country stood empty, according to Cushman and Wakefield. Yelp, they're cutting back. They expect to save an estimated 10 to $12 million yearly through 2024. McKesson, 76,000 employees around the world shrinking its real estate. The reduction in office space, once fully implemented, will save between 60 to $80 million a year. During the week ending June 23rd, the average occupancy rate in 10 major U.S. metro areas was 32%. 20% of offices in New York and San Francisco. And this goes on. We forecast this on the money. That's why you subscribe to the Trends Journal. Because if you want to prepare, prevail, and prosper, that's it. Take a look at today's, excuse, yeah, Monday's, yesterday's toilet paper record. This is the front page. Go inside. One page after another. 
one page after another, the story told by Art in the Oval Office, A President's Hopes and Views of History, page A9. Go to page A10. Isn't that a smart thing to look at? Hey, how about going to page A11? Oh, yeah, and A12. Isn't that great? How about A13? A14, another story. Farmer's family owned slaves. How to atone. Look at all these, look at these pictures. Look at the pictures. They're giving you nothing. They're giving you crap. They're giving you Bullshit. and nothing Bullshit. but and more. Bullshit. And $3 in issue for and what does your Trends Journal cost you? $2 a week. 140 pages, no ads, no pictures, one little picture to show you what the story is about. So if you want to know what's happening, subscribe to the Trends Journal. What we're putting out, nobody comes, nobody comes close to. And the more subscribers we have, the more we can do. And we put our money where our heart is by holding these festivals, like the one yesterday, excuse me, on the 4th of July, the one on Memorial Day. Oh, and the one we had last 4th of July when everybody hated me for putting it on because we were all gonna die from the COVID, I died from the COVID. This isn't me. And Judge Napolitano was there last year, he died too. That wasn't him at this one. And, and yeah, so, again, they're making this crap up. Startups rush to bridge the remote work divide. Envoy is part of a wage of startups trying to capitalize on America's shift toward hybrid work. I'm mentioning this one article after another. So when we give you the forecasts, we tell you where it's going. So if you want to invest, you think for yourself. We were so far ahead of this. Tulsa. Accidents, deepened concerns about autopilot, lawsuits and inquiries. How long ago did we say driverless cliff? It was only one of our top trends about not four years ago. This is a lot of bullshit that they're saying this driverless stuff. Yes, it's going to be driverless in certain places, in certain areas, like in mining areas, going from point A to B but not in, not in the way they're selling this. And where are electric vehicles going? It's in your Trends Journal. Johnson says restrictions to ease UK, rest, Johnson says restrictions to ease, so they're easing the restrictions in the UK. So they're making up this crap. Now July 19th, they can open up. Germany's fight against vaccine fatigue. Isn't that something, a fight against vaccine fatigue, and they call the people that want, don't want to do it, you know, conspiracy theorists and skeptics. Skeptics. How dare you be a skeptic about a vaccine that has still not been approved by the FDA, that has side effects that they barely report, Operation Warp Speed, and you call a person a skeptic, 
Now, I want to read this because this is important. Scumbag lowlife freaky Fauci spewing out his shit says that the herd immunity is around 70%. Germany, with more than 56% of its population vaccinated in one dose and 39% fully vaccinated, is making giant strides toward a crucial point of combating the pandemic, the point when herd immunity can achieved by vaccinating 85 to 90% of the population. This goal can be reached if skeptics and refusers become convinced to get vaccinated. You mean to swallow the bullshit that you scumbag prostitutes shove down people's mouths without giving the other side of the story. Ah, speaking about bullshit, toilet paper record, big story. An Independence Day event to celebrate progress on the pandemic. Not on the pandemic, at the scumbag lowlifes that shut down the society and destroyed the lives of hundreds of millions of people around the world. Lives and livelihoods. You ready? On the day that President Biden had long anticipated as a milestone in the fight against the coronavirus, a fight. Remember, they call this a war, the COVID war. Listen to this shithead spew Biden crap out and scumbags report it as though this is real shit. 245 years ago, we declared our independence from a distant king. Today, we are closer than ever to declaring our independence from a deadly virus. Could you imagine comparing Independence Day to the coronavirus? This is a disgrace. This is disgraceful. This is what America has become. The president also addressed the importance of employing unvaccinated Americans. You ready for this? To get shots, it's the most patriotic thing you can do. How about fuck you? And don't you tell me that's foul language. You telling me, you scumbag, that it's a patriotic duty to get a vaccination. Hey, Biden, come over here and try to vaccinate me. That's right. You are the commander in chief. You command me to come and get it. I'll take that vaccination from you if you try to shove it in my arm and I'll, well, I better not say it because then the FBI, the CIA, everybody will come here and say that I was threatening Biden. I would say, take it up your ass. Virant, variant hits unvaccinated nations hard. They're selling this, selling it, selling it, selling it, selling it. Selling it, selling it, selling it. But Pfizer vaccine is found to be weaker against Delta variant. But they're telling you to get vaccinated right here. Vaccines in use now in the West appear effective at protecting against the Delta variant. So either the Wall Street Journal's full of shit or the Financial Times full of shit. How about they're all full of shit? Yeah, 
the, the, the stuff that they're selling here. It, it's beyond belief of, of, of hype and, and fraud. The normally bustling streets of Bangladesh capital have been silenced by a lockdown. Bangladesh, 166 million people, 15,400 deaths. 166 million people, 15,400 deaths out of, in a year and a half. And you're locking down the place. Hey, California locked it down with Newsom. All you shitheads love. They have 40 million people and only 63,000 deaths. More deaths than Bangladesh, who has 166 million. And California... 63,000 deaths with 40 million. And they locked down the place. They're making this shit up. It's about authority and control and a robbing of freedom. City moving homeless out of hotels. Again, how come all the homeless people didn't die from this? Ah, so much more. So much more. So much more. Oh, and talking about Bangladesh, I looked up. The World Health Organization has recognized stroke, non-communicable diseases <clears throat> as the leading cause of death in Bangladesh, followed by heart disease and chronic obstructive pulmonary disease in 2019. The estimates also show that non-communicable disease made up seven of the tens of the world's top ten causes of death that year. This is an increase from four of the ten leading causes in 2000. Ready? According to experts, the number of people suffering and dying from non-communicable diseases such as diabetes, high blood pressure, stroke, and heart disease is increasing in the country due to a change in lifestyle. You ready? Consumption of junk food and physical inactivity. Speaking with the business standard, Dr. M.D. Shafgril Islam, Associate Professor, Department of Neurosurgery at Dhaka Medical College Hospital said, deaths due to stroke is increasing in Bangladesh because the number of people suffering from diabetes and high blood pressure have gone up too. Fast food consumption should be halted. Fast food consumption, eating shit should be halted. They're killing us with the pesticides, the insecticides, the artificial ingredients, the GMOs, the preservatives. Oh, and there's a story. Illness spur Tyson to order recall. Tyson Foods is recalling 8.5 million pounds of chicken products that the company and federal officials said could be contaminated with harmful, harmful bacteria. This mass-produced crap. Animals injected with all of this crap to feed them as fast as they can, blow them up as fast as they can, and people eating it as fast as they can. Don't forget to get them chicken wings. Don't forget to go to Popeye's. This is what's killing people. Not the virus. The politicians are killing people. The ones that start wars that kill millions and cost us trillions, they're killing people, not the virus. Joe Biden, a mass murderer, with all the wars that he supported, 
Barack Obama, Bill Clinton, Richard Nixon, one after another, George W. Bush, Papa Bush. And then a big story in the Atlantic, and they actually put their shit on Drudge. What does Mitch McConnell do now? At 79, the long-term Senate Republican leader is contemplating his legacy. Who gives a fuck about you now or when you're dead? Your legacy. Grow up. You're dead, shithead. You care what people care about you when you're dead? I could care less what people care about me when I'm dead or alive. I speak the truth. I'm not a murderous piece of shit. A low-life scumbag moron fuck-up like Mitch McConnell that the Atlantic does a story on all these pages of someone in the Repulsivekin party and the dumbo craps on the other side that rob us of our freedom, peace, and justice. This is Gerald Salenti. That's some of today's trends in the news. Remember, go to OccupyPeace.com, OccupyPeace.com. Support us. We're going to have more festivals. We'll announce the next one coming up. Subscribe to the Trends Journal if you want to see history before it happens. Nothing else comes close. Or else, read the toilet paper record. $3 a day for toilet paper. This is Gerald Salenti, and that's some of today's Trends in the News. The COVID-19 war has changed the world, but who's prepared? What's next? It's in your Trends Journal. Trends Journal subscribers are prepared. Subscribe to the Trends Journal. Read history before it happens. From the world leader in trend forecasting.